Next, on the 5 o'clock report. The Biden economic plan is working. He's going to give us a song and dance show. It's now a race against time. Come on, my darling. Stop being naive. It was too little, too late. This is bad. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Just what is the State of the Union? Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Put simply, I would argue the Biden economic plan is working. And that's the gist of what President Biden's take on that question is likely to be in his State of the Union address before Congress tonight, certain to paint a fairly rosy picture of where America is and where we're headed on his watch. White House Senior Advisor Mitch Landro. He ran for President of the United States because he wanted to rebuild the backbone of the country. He wanted to unite the country and he wanted to restore the soul of America. And the fact of the matter is that in the last two years, he has accomplished more than most presidents in four. But Republican Senator Tim Scott says don't buy what President Biden's selling. He's going to give us a song and dance show to tell the American people things are better than what we think they are. Actually, they are exactly as we see that they are. And a new poll out today shows a lot of Americans aren't buying Biden's economic feel-good story either. On key measures like the economy, inflation, and gas prices, more think his policies are making things worse than better. And it's not just Republicans who are critical. Most independent see Biden's policies as negatively impacting these issues, too. CBS's Jennifer DePinto, Washington, D.C. bakery owner Gail Kriegman says one thing that needs improvement is easing problems that make hiring too hard. There are so many barriers, education and transportation and child care and, you know, just so many challenges that are preventing people from reentering the workforce. The State of the Union speech scheduled to begin at 9 p.m. Among the guests in the crowd will be the mother of one of the surviving victims of the mass shooting at a Buffalo Tops store. Zanita Everhart will be the guest of Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. It's now a race against time. The head of the World Health Organization summing up the situation in Turkey and Syria, where weary rescue workers are racing the clock to pull survivors from the rubble of earthquakes so strong, one person said, quote, we thought it was the apocalypse. The White Helmets, volunteer rescuers seasoned by the war in Syria, cry out young Ahmed, a displaced child, and bring him to safety. My darling, they say, to comfort him. Come on, my darling. A U.S. earthquake expert says the quake that struck there was eerily similar to the infamous 1906 quake that decimated San Francisco. The geographic settings are, are fairly different, but the tectonic setting is quite similar. Geologist Austin Austin Elliott says the Turkish fault, known as a strike-slip fault, is similar to California's San Andreas Fault. U.S. Ambassador to Turkey Jeff Flake says Americans who want to help should direct their donations through the Red Cross, nonprofits, and church groups. Questions on Capitol Hill today about the Biden administration's handling of a Chinese spy balloon that was allowed to traverse the continental United States before finally being shot down over the Atlantic Ocean. We have to stop being naive about the threat we face from China. Mike Rogers, chairman of the House Armed Service Committee holding a hearing today. His concern echoed by retired Admiral Harry Harris. China's considerable military buildup could soon challenge the U.S. across almost every domain. Tennessee Rep. Mark Green among many Republicans who are seething over how the situation was handled. The fact that someone gave the president the advice not to shoot it down before it traversed over what appears to be 21 military installations is indefensible. Pennsylvania Congressman Glenn Thompson spoke to Family Life News about it. There's nothing good about what happened when you look at the flight path and how this thing just meandered across strategic military assets. And I was glad that it was shot down, finally, but it was too little too late. 
Now to the Ukraine. As Russia keeps up the pressure on Ukrainian forces in eastern Ukraine, some telling testimony from captured Russian soldiers. Sergei says he was almost halfway into a 19-year sentence for murder. I needed to leave the prison one way or another. Ten years is a long time. So he made a deal with the devil. Frontline fighting in exchange for freedom and cash. He was told he'd be fighting foreigners there. Americans. American mercenaries, Polish mercenaries, French. We were told they were Nazis. CBS's Deborah Pata. A hazardous material situation just over the Pennsylvania border in East Palestine, Ohio, continues to pose problems. Everybody worked together and accomplished our task here. And Scott Deutsch of Norfolk Southern Rail. After hazmat crews managed to avert an explosive threat posed by chemical cars by draining the contents into a trench and igniting it. EPA officials say so far any environmental threat is minimal, but local resident Russell Murphy is not convinced. The health effects, the long-term environmental effects, the waterways, I mean, this is bad. Residents living near the wreck still haven't been allowed into their homes yet, no idea when they will be. Ozempic and Wagovi are popular prescription weight loss drugs, but CBS Medical News contributor Dr. Elaine Gowder says the side effects can be hard to stomach. Nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, some people really can't tolerate these drugs because the nausea is so bad. You know, it depends. Some people can tolerate them some people can't. Some health experts are concerned that high demand for those drugs is making it harder for those who need most to get them, diabetics and those who are severely overweight. Artificial intelligence has been getting a lot of attention lately. Microsoft's open program called ChatGPT has drawn the ire of some educators as a cheating tool, doing the writing that students should be doing themselves. But CEO Satias Nandellis tells CBS Mornings, What this does really is create the draft. But the draft has to be read by somebody, has to be edited by somebody, approved by somebody. I I believe it creates more satisfaction in current jobs and net new jobs. And lastly, how are you when it comes to tipping? New data from Square, which powers iPad point-of-sale machines, shows tips at full-service restaurants increased more than 16% in the fourth quarter compared to a year earlier. That's despite inflation and tipping fatigue due to tip requests showing up at more types of businesses. CBS's Wendy Gillette. All right, still to come on the 5 o'clock report, we've learned what happened to Kim Pagula, an update on the legality of armed security in New York churches and telecommunications. Pennsylvania state workers ordered back to the office. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. Cloudy tonight, a couple of showers. Late tonight, a patch or two of drizzle, freezing drizzle, or flurry. Daybreak temperatures near freezing. Tomorrow, cloudy skies, a couple of stray morning lake flakes, then some sun in the afternoon. High temps, mid-30s to the mid-40s. Thursday, cloudy, breezy, turning milder with rain arriving. Maybe a little sleet at the start for some, but high temperatures Thursday, 40s to near 50. Thanks, Kevin. Now checking the stories making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. After months of mystery, we've learned from a family member the harrowing story of what happened to Buffalo Bills and Sabres co-owner Kim Pagula. We get the story from Family Life's Greg Gillespie. Mark, one of Kim Pagula's daughters has shared details about the cardiac arrest and rescue of her mother at the family home in Florida this past summer. Jesse Pagula credits her sister Kelly for starting CPR when Kim's heart stopped beating. The sister had become CPR certified just a few months earlier. Paramedic 
paramedics continued the life-saving treatment, and the Bills and Sabres co-owners spent a week in an ICU. Jessie Pagula wrote in the Players' Tribune that her mother still has memory issues after being without oxygen, but doctors are blown away by the progress in the long recovery. In the daughter's words, it takes a lot of patience to communicate with her, but I thank God every day that we can still communicate with her at all. Greg Gillespie, Family Life News. Thanks, Greg. A Chictawaga, New York police officer still in critical condition after being hit by a stolen vehicle yesterday. Chief Brian Gould. We saw the tragedy earlier this year on the expressway with a stolen vehicle, and now here we are reporting about another tragedy from yet another stolen vehicle. The victim, 45-year-old Troy Black Chief, was trying to lay down a stop stick near Union Road when he was struck early Monday morning. New York Governor Kathy Hochul dropping her opposition to armed security guards inside houses of worship. That story from Family Life's Brandon Dixon. The governor's executive budget includes changes to the Concealed Carry Improvement Act. It recognizes that unpaid security personnel at churches are allowed to carry firearms. Jason McGuire at New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedom says churches will be within their rights under state law to permit armed volunteer security details once the state budget is signed. The budget deadline is April 1st. Brandon Dixon, Family Life News. Thanks, Brandon. Western New Yorkers still talking Talking about yesterday's magnitude 3.8 earthquake, including this Buffalo area business owner who felt it. The whole shop shook. The, we have hearts hanging around here for Valentine's Day. They all shook. Our initial thought was uh, a building collapsed. Uh, so it was an exciting way to start the morning, I guess. And for sure. University of Buffalo earthquake expert, Dr. Michelle Bruno. We know that there are earthquakes in western New York. Uh, if you go online, I think there's a website where you can see all the ones that have happened over the past few years. And you'll see a bunch of twos and threes and ones. And uh, it's fairly regular. 3.8 is a little bit less common. Thankfully, no injuries or significant damage reported from the Buffalo area quake. Let's head to Pennsylvania now. Five men who belong to the Jehovah's Witness congregation in Pennsylvania are accused of sexually assaulting and exploiting children. They're from Allegheny, Beaver, Lancaster, and Butler counties. Their ages range from 42 to 74. Attorney General Michelle Henry announcing those charges today. She says the men were all members of the congregation when the assaults took place. An investigation is ongoing. New charges filed against crimes targeting PA Amish communities. We get more on that from Family Life's Brian Query. Four juveniles and one adult have been charged in a string of burglaries and criminal mischief incidents that targeted Amish communities in northwestern Pennsylvania. According to a Pennsylvania State Police report, a string of crimes in Fairview, Sandy Lake, and other surrounding areas of Mercer County occurred between September 2021 and November 2022 and were focused on rural areas targeting both businesses and private residences. The specific target is believed to have been the Amish community, according to a state police report. Thousands in movable property and cash were stolen, and $26,000 in property damage was done. Most of the stolen goods have been recovered. Caden Hinkson, 19, was the adult charged in the crimes. He faces 28 charges at a preliminary hearing this Thursday. Brian Query, Family Life News. All right, thank you, Brian. Democrats are poised to sweep three special elections for the State House on Tuesday, putting the party on the brink of control the lower chamber of the legislature for the first time since 2010. Political analysts and insiders widely expecting Joe McAndrew, Abigail Salisbury, and Matthew Gergely to establish clear margins of victory over their Republican opponents in preliminary returns late tonight for the 32nd, 34th, and 35th districts, respectively, all representing Allegheny County. If that happens, the winners would cement a razor-thin Democratic majority in the statehouse, 102 to 
101 when they take office, likely later this month. That would end a partisan stalemate that has effectively frozen the General Assembly in place since early January. Polls are open until 8 p.m. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro is defending his back-to-work order for 2,300 state workers. His spokesman is Neil Weaver. It'll be an adjustment, and I think that it'll be a challenge for some folks, but I think at the, in the end, when we look at this, we're going to come out on the other side and we're going to be a stronger workforce. The back-to-work order enforced starting next month. It only impacts about 3% of Pennsylvania's 78,000 state workers. And kids get into strange predicaments, and two-year-old Quinn is no exception. The adventurous toddler from Mifflin County, PA, got herself into quite the sticky situation. And crews say they were called by her mother, who told officials that her child had put her head in a cake pan. She couldn't get out. Junction Fire Company said they responded to the scene and discovered the little girl stuck inside the angel food cake pan with the center removed. The youngster was understandably stressed out, along with her mom, but the authorities were able to clip off that pan with tin snips, and the whole thing only lasted about five minutes. Probably seemed a lot longer to the kid. Your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. It was a roller coaster session for stocks today before they ended up deep in the green. The blackout period for Federal Reserve members making public comments is over, and today mainly focused around remarks from Chairman Powell. Markets bounced back and forth throughout his speech, but shortly after he concluded, they began to rally. After the bell, we will see earnings from more names, including Chipotle. Oil climbing today up to $77 a barrel. The Dow rose 265 points, the S&P 500 adding 52, and the Nasdaq tacking on 226. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. In sports, the team that wins is often the one that makes the fewest mistakes. Hi, I'm Rob West with a Faith and Finance Minute. Minimizing mistakes is crucial in the financial area, too. Here are four big mistakes to watch out for. The first, not having clear goals. Goals like building up your savings to a certain amount and creating a systematic plan for paying down debt. The second, not having an emergency fund. Unexpected expenses are a fact of life, so you need to be ready. Third, buying more car than you can afford. An overly high car payment puts pressure on every other area of your budget, so don't overdo it. And fourth, failing to invest for the future. The best way to grow a significant retirement nest egg is to start early and invest regularly. Manage your finances wisely with the easy-to-use FaithFi app. Download FaithFi, Faith and Finance, from your app store or learn more at faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, real genius for real. Mitch, are you going to miss your friends? Well, no. I think I intimidated the kids. Mitch, there's something you're going to have to understand. Compared to you, most people have the IQ of a carrot. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. The front delivering rain showers today will push east of us tonight. Slightly chillier air could mean a rain shower gives way to a flurry or a bit of drizzle or freezing drizzle overnight. But really no big ticket items and just pedestrian chill coming in tomorrow before temperatures rise again out of the next system that brings rain, maybe a little sleep on Thursday. Here's the call for tonight. Cloudy skies, couple of showers. Late tonight, a patch or two of drizzle, freezing drizzle or flurry. Daybreak temperatures near freezing. Tomorrow, cloudy skies, couple of stray morning lake flakes, then some sun in the afternoon. High temps, mid-30s to the mid-40s. Thank you, Kevin. Finally at five, there's precocious, and then there's nine-year-old high school graduate David Balagoon. I want to be an astrophysicist, and I wanted to study black holes 
and supernova. And not your typical nine-year-old's aspirations. The Keystone State Wonderkin now has a degree from Reach Cyber Charter School in Harrisburg. His teacher's just as amazed as everybody else. I've never seen a nine-year-old graduate. We're just proud that we're able to individualize his instruction. David was an inspirational kid, definitely one who changes the way you think about teaching. And David's grateful to his teachers, too. They didn't bog me down. They also advocated for me, saying he can do this, he can do that. And a lot of other things, it seems. Not shockingly, both of David's parents have advanced degrees. Still, his mom says parenting the young Mensa member was a balancing act. I had to get outside of the box. Playing billow fights when you're not supposed to, throwing the balls in the house. Like, he's a nine-year-old with a brain that just have the capacity to understand and comprehend a lot of concept that's beyond his years and sometimes beyond my understanding. David's dad says they're college shopping now. Their young student already has a semester under his belt at Bucks County Community College outside of Philly. That's real genius. That's also the world we live in for Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.